This is the uh, intro music. <laughs> Everyone, this is the Pixels Give Me podcast. You are listening to episode 10. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about a few things, uh, just four articles on the radar. Uh, we have a past, present, future Diablo article, um, a Final Fantasy VII remake update, uh, a little bit about Nentir Vale, uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and the Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot Disney Plus thing that might be coming. Um, which I'm pretty excited for. So, uh, so with that, um, I'm Pixels. I stream over at Mixer.com/PixelsGetMe. Um, hanging out with the chat five nights a week. Normally, we're playing uh, some sort of dungeon crawly stuff like Diablo that we're talking about tonight, or uh, more recently, Path of Exile, um, and a little bit of Diablo on the Switch. So, uh, with that, I'm gonna start going around to. Our guests. Uh, first one, we got Curbs, a regular. What's up, Curbs? Hi. I did the intro music. And you did great. Thanks for that. I, I do all it. the music on the Pixels Get Me podcast. But that, that might not be a true statement. My right. words are not backed by fact. <laughs> all right. Uh, what, are you, what are you playing right now, Curbs? What are you up to? Intro music. Intro music. Anything else? That's what I've been playing. Wow. No, All right. Nothing else. <laughs> All right. That's all I do. We also have uh, E-Monster with us tonight. What's up, E-Mon? <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> are we, we still guests? I'm not like yeah, you're... co-hosts. I mean, are we not yeah. permanent co-hosts at this point? I mean, yeah. I feel like we don't, we, we, we're not, we don't have a title. We, we don't get paid. I don't there even aren't have any a title. Benefits. Man. Like, you don't even give us. I don't have any benefits that, either. Like, what the <laughs> heck? I don't know. Maybe vision, you know, after, like, listen, or some hearing after, you know, listening yeah, to uh, right? beatboxing or something. Well, I mean, <laughs> it just, I mean, if you want your hearing to get worse, we could get you appointments, but, like. So, man, I got, so. Like, a goal to, uh, what? So, 10 episodes. Curbs might be on about eight or nine of those. Iman might also be on like seven or eight of those. I want to say I've been on all of them. There's only the one, one I haven't actually been to. Yeah. When I was I mean, in the, uh, that's still, when I was in Hawaii on vacation. You're still guests, oh, though. Oh, actually, no, Iman, there's two, because there's the oh, original oh, that none of us oh, were yeah. on. Yeah, because it was just Pixels. He didn't want us around at the time. You guys were invited. No one came. Yeah, we kind of abandoned him. Yeah. I don't remember being invited. I didn't get an email. No, get... we oh, were all in. We were all invited. We were just shitty people. <laughs> I have the vods for proof. Um, I invited everybody. No one showed up, and that's totally okay. That was better I that way, honestly. Formal invite. Like, I didn't know when you were actually doing it. You know? <laughs> yeah, like I didn't have the pixels email. get me stamp on it or anything. Yeah, nothing officially routed through the communication channels. Yeah, but just just <laughs> randomly talked about on the stream. Hey guys, like, I'm gonna start doing a podcast type type deal. It didn't have any fancy smelly parchment paper that you usually use. No wax right. stamp for the seal. Yeah, like the pixels get me seal. It didn't have a like you know. Quirky old timey stamp. You on joke. It. You joke about the pixels get me seal. That's a that's a real thing that exists. I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. So, so since you guys, since you guys are regular guests, so I suppose I should write you a thank you letter with the pixels get me official seal. I would like to see the official uh, pixels gets me seal. All right. Sure. Cool. Well, we'll 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 have to do that. That's fine. I get it. That's fine. All right. You so bring it on your next stream. So let's uh, <laughs> on the let's, table. <laughs> let's uh, wax seal right yeah, on your yeah, forehead. Next stream will be my letter writing stream where I write everyone thank you notes. You know. All right. So let's uh, let's get into the news, guys. Oh, narrated like just in your head. You're just reading out what you're writing. Yeah. As though it's a story. Yeah. Only ah, only my mouth good. my mouth isn't moving. It's just me, and like over on the side, I recorded like a previous voiceover. Yeah, like a pause, and I'm like, Dear Iman, you've been a good friend to me. I haven't been able to write since winter has come and the crop harvest has been bad this year. <laughs> However, I regret to inform you, your cow Bessie has died. I hope we made steaks out of her. <laughs> yeah, really good steaks, like the good cut. Steaks and eggs, you know. She was mainly grizzle. So, so this was great, but this is a a podcast about news, guys. Yeah, so yeah, we need so. to talk about the news at some point. News, 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 news. All right. So the first article is uh, from Kotaku, uh, written by Jason Schreer, and I might be pronouncing him wrong. Um, he uh, he is the author of um, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, <laughs> which is a cool name for a book because it has my name in it. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he did an awesome little breakdown. Uh, he called the article the past, present, and future of Diablo. Um, it's linked here in chat for anyone who's, uh, following along. But, um, basically he talked about, like, a, a pretty awesome roadmap recap of the development efforts on several of the bigger Blizzard games. Um, a lot of behind-the-scenes interviews with people who couldn't really even speak to who they were in the uh, just just the different teams that they've worked on and stuff like that, and uh, some really cool references to Titan, um, which uh, a long time ago, you know, that was a canceled game. It was like a like the, I guess it looms over their head still. Um, it's very it sounds a lot to me like um, like a City of Heroes. What City of Heroes could have been um, if it was actually by Blizzard, you know, and by a studio that wasn't uh you know city of heroes had a had a little toss around between cryptic and nc soft and all that so it's a little a little rough um but but yeah like yeah seriously really rough um but the uh but the article is pretty amazing i highly recommend everyone read it it'll be linked in the show notes um there's a lot to digest on it I and mean, we we're talking about pages and pages and pages um but was there anything that jumped out with you guys Well, I think it evens out the timeline with the, what's his name, the lead developer that was on D3 leaving without actually having said anything. Yeah. Yeah, he went, like, basically silent for forever, and they, we didn't actually have a timeline as to what he was, before he left the company. Are we talking about Josh Mascara? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think that evens that out. I think having information that it was rebooted and canceled and whatnot makes sense as to the kind of timeline we're at now. Yeah, you're talking the second Diablo 3 expansion that never happened. 
the second Diablo 3 expansion that never happened, and then Diablo him moving to the Diablo 4 project, supposedly Hades, that got rebooted in 2016, that I believe... Did he leave before? I think it, he, it, he left... And then it got rebooted as basically something else. Yes, Fenris. Because I, I could, yeah, it got rebooted as Fenris at that point. So, it, like, it, I like that it evens up the timeline. But uh, pixels, yeah. pixels, I got a bone to pick with you. All right. <laughs> the other stream, you're talking about how Diablo yeah, made podcast. no money. Uh, I think it was during the stream and the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. No money. If anything, they broke you. That is a load of bull hockey. You think so? It I is. agree with with pixels though. I, I do think that they didn't make 15, as much as they were planning. Sure, sure. But fifteen million copies times sixty. Do you know how much? Pixels? Not enough. That's how much That's that 900 is. Nine hundred million. Not enough. Then you add in forty at minimum between that next year. What after Reaper of Souls came out, adding it up to somewhere around four to six hundred million, putting it over, putting it conservatively at around one point four billion, and on the higher end so towards one point eight billion, depending on how, exactly how you do the math. I don't, There's I don't know no how, I don't know if your math is right, but yeah. My math is correct. I've done this all on a calculator. I've looked up timelines and cheats and done everything I needed to know. Between but, the first But 15 two million years, copies were all... First two years of it being released, it sold the 15 million copies. Look it up, scrub. Right, okay. and and those copies 15. weren't $60 each. No, it wasn't. Like I'm saying, conservatively. Okay. Like, cons- like, that's why I'm saying it's ranging. All right? Gotcha. And then after those first two years, because it wasn't an insane period of time that they would have been decreased beforehand. It definitely was, but not an insane amount just yet at that point. I but um, then Reaper of Souls come out, which is forty dollars a pop, or sixty for the Ultimate Evil, which gave you the base and Reaper of Souls, assuming. Because and in that next year they got according to what they've stated they got up to 30 million copies of Diablo 3. So, assuming those are just in that year because Reaper Souls did not drop very much period below 40 in that first year. Assuming all they sold was that 40 dollar or give or take a few bucks, they made several hundred million. Yeah, so so, no, so any accounts accounts receivable and accounts payable are two different numbers, Curbs, so that's just right. something you have to keep in mind. I understand that. I'm saying they still made profit. Financially it was not a failure. But, but there's nothing there's nothing that you said there that says that they actually made profit. And that's the bummer. Yeah. And they made, like Firebird said, they made money off the real auction house. They made a lot of like How much you want to... They did not pay that much to build this game. Less than $100 million, I guarantee. There's no way they're making $1.4 to $1.8 billion off of a game 
So when you and, when you look well, at when you look at Blizzard's other titles, yes, in when, comparison when looking... to say Overwatch, which broke record groundbreaking numbers, which also came out several years later, blah 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 blah. This was in a different era of games. Right, right. But hold on, man, hold on. So there's an era before it, and there's an era yeah. after it, right? So yeah. you have before it, you had WoW that was yep. you know bringing in um, that much money every month. Um, that sure, you just that you just mentioned. So so again, that that game's making money, right? They're basically sure. printing. They had a a, a Blizzard uh, U.S. Mint that they could just like turn on, and it would just like spit out money. Yeah. And they would just like make beds of it and roll around in it and have little parties and stuff. Like that's just it's stupid like money. Yes, yeah. I understand that. They've they had a way to sustain that money and keep revenue coming through. Right, and I Overwatch. Never argued that before. And Overwatch, Overwatch again, has loot boxes. boxes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So they're making yes. money off of that. Sustainable revenue. Yes, I understand that. And I said that they didn't have a way to sustain it before. But before you're talking about, you know, they didn't make any money. Period. It, it was just a 15 million, a drop in the bucket. No, you're not gonna flip it around to say exactly what I said before. To make no, I you said they made no money. Period. That is incorrect. All right, and that's the, that is the ball so, I have to pick. Go so ahead, I, do, I do agree with Pixels, though. Because 15 million sold, right? That's not counting... That's counting the bundle the bundle, bundle price. They, they sold to Walmart. That's counting all of that. No, it's... N- no. Yes, that... because it's not... Because when you buy a game from the store, you don't yeah. buy a game from Blizzard. You buy a game from Walmart. Correct. Not yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard doesn't charge Walmart the same price they charge you for that thing. They still made Walmart well buys... over a billion for that. No, t- typically it's, typically it's forty-five dollars. Yeah, typically it's forty-five dollars. Um, is what. Uh, so so it's a penny business nowadays. Like I don't know if you guys have seen like Amazon pre-orders, but Amazon yeah. pre-orders like I got, I got the Overwatch, um, whatever their launch edition was called, um, uh, for forty uh-huh. for forty-seven ninety-nine. Um, Origins Edition, yeah. that's what it was called. It was forty seven ninety nine. Okay. It's a sixty dollar title. But Amazon no knows that it was gonna sell a million or two or ten. So they said, yeah. Well, we'll just make a dollar off of that or two dollars off of that. Whereas everyone else, the greedy big box retailer stores would charge sixty and then they would make not necessarily be getting that extra fifteen dollars by no means. They would they would get a different deal. You know, Amazon sells a certain quantity, so they get a uh yeah, absolutely, Burkane. It's always always a vod, um, and it's also on the on the podcast links. Um, but yeah, the uh, oh man, so so this is tricky when we're talking about selling games, right? So a a retailer goes into an agreement when they sell a game via a publisher that they get a percentage of uh, based on the amount of sales that they get, they get a payment per item based on that number. So if they sell a hundred, they get a dollar, right? But if they sell a thousand, they might get like two fifty. And if they sell twenty million, they might get like five dollars or something like that. You know, like there's this there's this exponential gain you're, in the more that you can sell. You're still not telling me anything that I don't already know. Okay, cool. Yeah. My 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 point is mainly that they did make profit off of the game. They just didn't have but a we, sustainable way to keep revenue coming in. And the last time you completely rejected that fact, which is why I had the bone to pick with you. Right. On so, this scenario. but there, there's like we we don't actually know if they made profit. Like there isn't still even with all the numbers on the table that you said, 
we still don't know what the operating costs are. And the fact that the faucet yeah. was shut off after X million copies, that yep. shows that in, in the article, you know, they, they even go into a little bit saying for the first time ever, Blizzard was concerned about how can we save money? Like, that's crazy yeah. that the, the people have been in the company the whole time. And some of the some of the greats are leaving but, or were leaving because, like, what do you mean? We can't. From what I read in the article, that seemed to have been coming from a later point. Yeah, but like in terms of the cutting corners. But you have to understand. So so when they when it comes later and they realize, hey, we have to save money. That's because they weren't actually making as much money as they projected. Yeah. Right, especially with that, with Activision yeah. and all that, and and uh, Vivendi and and all the mergers and shell companies and all this stuff. Like there are people taking money that aren't doing anything. But a lot of these cutting corners are also coming after the record numbers from things like Overwatch, which. So I mean, it's it's probably partially because they weren't making enough, and I feel like it's also to the other people that are pushing. Them. Yeah, so it's just a bad situation for them in general. It is, it is, and it's it's really. This article does a really good job, like breaking down, like some of that that behind the scenes talk that no one was really seeing. They could they could speculate and all that, but like when people are saying straight up, like yeah, we were told like we had to cut costs on things. They did that because, you know, like Blizzard's a, a very large company, Activision, you know, even larger, and that that merger and all that. But the uh, the machine you know it moves and people don't actually see the effect of that in a large corporation until three until five later. ten years later and then they say hey you know that that thing we made diablo um yeah we looked at the books on that and for the eight-year development cycle and the maintenance cycle like we're actually not in the black anymore that's what i'm saying i'm not saying that yeah. they didn't sell x hundreds of millions or X million of copies and made hundreds of millions of dollars and yeah we made a profit but if that profit wasn't sustained was it actually a profit yeah pixels my point there was I, I said this before that they made profit off of when they sold the game not that they were able to maintain that revenue right and but, you, but you, you, have to, you have to keep in mind operating costs is part of that budget so did they actually yeah. make money off the game no Maybe because we don't we don't know, right, Iman? But we can assume. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't feel like they did because think about it. I mean, how much does it cost to keep this game running that we play every day? You know? I don't know. We're yeah, we're saying basically the exact same thing. They weren't able to sustain that operating costs, everything right. included. Sure, but, but on release and on selling those copies, they did make a profit. But after that point that they got rid of the auction house, after two years, they weren't able. I believe it was two years at least. Or maybe it was a year or something. I don't remember exactly how long. That was their way of sustaining that and getting that money flowing back through it. They didn't have that, which equaled them not being able to sustain it and getting the operation costs and blah, 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 which you guys are talking about. I'm right, just saying in general, the game as a whole made a profit. But it didn't. At make, that point. Like, I don't feel it made a profit because it, if it made a profit, it wouldn't have to... Like they wouldn't yeah, be so worried about, about they wouldn't be worried about too much about uh, just keeping it running, because you know if you made a profit, then you made enough to keep it running. Right. Like like WoW is a is a good example, right? How many expansions does WoW have? Uh, several. I don't know. Uh, I want to say Fiber. seven. Seven maybe. Fiber. Come oh, on. 
I know you get to answer I, this I, question. I stopped playing after like vanilla. Yeah, and, and Fire, Firebird. Yeah, Firebird's got another point. You only need to own the last one now. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying like you, to buy into WoW. You have to buy all these expansions. That's not what I'm saying. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is they continued to develop expansions for a game because it was making money. And as we can see, they stopped uh, making expansions for Diablo. For what reason? Probably because it wasn't making any money. Yeah, it's not so making any difference. money. That's not as to say that it hasn't made money in the past, which you were outright denying. In the last thing we talked about, yeah, well, in the past, in the past, it that would have been not. before November sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, and probably up to November sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Maybe they hadn't actually made any money. Maybe they were actually in the red, dude. Sure, I. We, but we were talking on release at that point, and for those first no. early years of it, not at that. No, I don't think we were talking about first early release. I think, like, I was talking about when, in general, like, they didn't make enough money to keep the game running yes exactly which is what we both said like seven times in the last thing but then you guys outright denied exactly what i what i said i, I hear you curbs and i hear your frustration Why are you guys trying to say the exact same things i was saying i'm talking about the we're, beginning i've specified only, this 40 times in both conversations we're only saying it because you're right curbs i did well know i'm right <laughs> The All right, problem so, is you guys are nerds and you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, Iman, what else? <laughs> what else jumped out in the article for you? Anything else? Oh, it feels bad about Titan though. Like yeah. that, that whole that whole thing can can really throw off like development in general. Like just having that that looming over you, you know? Yeah. What do you mean we compared the EverQuest to? I, I think EverQuest think 1 and EverQuest 2 had more expansions than WoW, is what he's saying. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad that the next whatever came, didn't come out, though. EverQuest Next or whatever? Is something that what it's like called? That. Yeah. The, the next in the series, next, something like I don't, I don't know. Whatever it was. Yeah. Also, I want to know what the, what was it, Norden or something like that was supposed to be exactly? Like the thing that was supposed to come out before... Oh, World of Warcraft that they mentioned in this one. Um, like they mess mentioned in this article. I don't remember. Like I don't even remember hearing anything about it back then. So I mean, yeah. So I don't. Like, I, don't I couldn't really honestly say anything. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. In this article, it talks about the like the thing that was basically supposed to come out before that like it uh, like in world of warcraft's place right right and that's what i'm saying it's like i don't remember hearing anything about it back then so i i really have no idea yeah things were pretty hush hush yeah. back then too though yeah. yeah back then it was more hush hush i think because... there, and there was less internet to to make things crazy yeah less less uh video bloggers you know yeah with their whole like sadness and mm -hmm. basement yeah. background and whatnot. reaction videos and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a basement, so I couldn't have a basement background. <laughs> yeah, it depends where you live. You know, some some places you just don't have basements. In Texas, I did have we a don't beach have basements. Background at one time, so that was kind of fun. Nice. Yeah, there was several other things that jumped out, like the fact that they have a uh, 
a Pokemon gym at the Blizzard headquarters that is fought over regularly. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> so you know, the Warcraft statue. <laughs> so so yeah. it's interesting that like, you know, how much of an effect other games could have on their thought process. You know. Yeah. Um. One thing that kind of, that kind of um. Shoot, I forgot what I was reading the last time. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Where is it? How much of a hit it's become in China too, though. Are we talking Diablo? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's it's been big in China for a while now, man. Well, yeah, no, I know that, but like, how big is it? Like, it's pretty damn big, which is why it's I very hard. Yeah, it's very hard to it's very hard to know how big the Chinese market is. It's it's such an obscured number, you know. It's probably yeah. way bigger than our market, though, like by a lot. Oh, most most definitely, probably. Yeah, at least at least more than our market, but yeah, by like. I just won't don't want to overshoot, you know. Yeah. Like I mean. I think they even have more people than than our market. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they have, have way more. They have three times as many people as our market. Yeah. So I mean, like, you got all these people, you know, nothing to do or whatever. Like, with, it probably makes life better, you know. <laughs> with a lot of phones. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, uh, the guy that plays Pokemon Go, man, he's got like eleven accounts. Rides around on a bike. Yeah, boys. Call him Uncle Pokemon. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh, I'm serious. They're, like, there's a whole article on it. Uh, it's in. I think they got it. It's in New York or whatever. The Chinese guy. But he's in New York. They call him Uncle Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit of info on Immortal again. Yeah. But yeah, the Titan, the Titan throwback was interesting. They said a, a thing about it. It said, um, I don't, I don't Titan don't was the code name for a brand new MMO that Blizzard started developing around 2007, a cross between The Sims, Left 4 Dead, and Team Fortress 2. We run a business during the day and turn into a super, superhero at night. It's like, man, like that would have been so unreal. Yeah, Gosh, it was guys. so unreal. It's not real. That would have been so good. I mean, it would have been interesting. I mean, it would be like a DC Universe, basically. No, DC, City of Heroes was better than DC Universe Online. No, I'm just saying, like, in, in, like it would be like based pretty much the same thing. Like, it, I think it would be a bit different because if you're having the aspect of during the day running some sort of store, I think that would honestly, I think that management aspect would add a lot yeah, to it. You, would you I just want to know how customizable. I mean, depending, yeah. I mean, that's like, not. What are you selling in this store? I don't like, know. Maybe you make like, your. Maybe you want to run a haberdashery. I don't know. No, you're. But it'd be like your auction house, you know. And if you were in the store, you'd get a extra percentage of the sale or something like that. Like I don't know if it'd actually be. I feel like a actual store manager followed by you use whatever profits you get to be like the biggest, most awesome hero at night. Would be pretty cool, but. I mean, okay. I'm curious. <laughs> like building, crafting things to sell, doing all that stuff—that wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Like I said, it'd be interesting nonetheless. Like, 
because I do play like you know like uh, Armor Three City Life, where you you pretty much live your life as whatever you want to live your life as. You have stores, you have whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you also get you can be like you know like um, you can be a guy that collects ore and sell ore to the market, and everybody buys buys your metal so they can craft guns so they can shoot each other. But you also run the risk of being the guy getting shot at when you're gathering your ore, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then imagine taking all the profits from that and then putting it into your superhero gear and right, right. being the most awesome superhero kicking. Like, I want to know what kind of customization that would have had for, like, the heroes. Because, like, City of the Heroes and mm-hmm. DC Universe, whatever it was, online, and yep, all like, that. Like, there was mediocre. a fair bit of custom. And in terms of what you could be and uh, what you could right, look right. like, yeah, I mean, there was a fair amount, man. It was like seven trillion combinations, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty mediocre compared to nowadays. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's pretty good. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I just didn't like the graphics, really, for those other games. Oh, no, it was, they weren't great. Yeah. <laughs> graphics why weren't I feel, That's why I feel it's mediocre. Yeah, one of my first YouTube videos yeah, a long I mean, time like ago. Poe, so yeah, oh. I feel Poe's graphics is mediocre, and yet you love the game. Yeah, it's yes, not about it's, it's not about graphics. Because yeah. yeah, you know what? It's when it comes. Speaking to of being media. not about graphics, pixels. Roll the next audio article. All right, are we good? <laughs> you guys want to move on? No, I was just cutting him off so that he could. Alright, go ahead, Iman. Say your thing and we'll go on the next piece. No, I don't want to. You cut me off right here, so let's go. Oh, man. Segway! Oh, my gosh. This rude segway. <laughs> Alright, so the next article we're talking about is uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. This isn't much of, a, of an article. <sighs> this is just a random update based on a quote. But the quote was... Um, so is it an actual... Is it factual or just... I think we're going to have a Diablo 4 because they made Diablo 3. No, I think it's uh, no. the dev team actually came out and said afterwards that's kind of what they're focusing on, I believe. I could be wrong. Are, are we talking about Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy? Or are you guys talking about something else? What? what? I, I just want to make sure we're talking about the same thing because I think Iman oh. said something about Diablo. Yeah, I was yeah I, no, I was the, talking about Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. All right, Iman, what were I, you saying? I was wondering if the the information for the about the about the uh, Final Fantasy remake is like actual factual, or is it like when everybody thought there was going to be a Diablo Four announcement because they thought because you know that's what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just all all it was was a. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura, who uh, who's doing the Final Fantasy development, um, and also a little bit of the Kingdom Hearts three stuff. I mean, pretty legendary dude with with Square. Um, yeah. Head honcho. Yeah, he's he's like the man. Um, he said uh, he was talking about marketing, which will fully fully focus on the Final Fantasy VII remake after Kingdom Hearts three releases in January. He said, as I said in E3, during E three, development is going favorably on uh, Final Fantasy 7. I just wanted to say that the current PR priority is Kingdom Hearts 3, as it was during the Artinia event the other day, but after that, it'll be Final Fantasy 8 Remake, so please don't worry. So it's not like... Oh. 
Yeah. So they're going to remake 8-2 now? Yeah, and it's like the first time I've seen that like officially dropped out of the mouth of anyone. And I, I never I never played 8 all the way through. You guys can hate me if you want. But uh, no, 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 no. I, I really liked Squall. I really liked the Gunblade. And that was like the extent of it. I was like, hey, that's cool. And then it looked like it was a romance thing. And I was like 15 and I didn't care. So I was like, no. I not my not... eight. It does. It wasn't my favorite though. Yeah, eight was my by far my favorite. But see, my favorite that I played later on was actually Crisis Core. Oh, nice. Crisis yeah. Core was really good. It gives like backstory to the mentor slash friend of Cloud for Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, that was good. That was kind good. of shows him where he, how he became what. Yeah, yeah. How he became, how he became soldier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't <laughs> but yeah yeah the whole the whole thing was a lie spoiler alert um but yeah the uh final Sorry, fantasy 7 <laughs> final <laughs> fantasy 7 uh that was like the first rpg that I, I i fell in love with you know so it was like a big deal that this was being remade um like i was saying i don't know if i said this on a podcast before or during the stream once but um like my son my firstborn, his middle name is Cloud, so it's like had that much of an impact on me. But, um, which my wife didn't let me go first name. She said you can go middle name, but anyway, uh, first name is Good Pixels, thing she by put the way. Foot down there. I know, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, Pixels, I wouldn't regret Cloud it for a sec. McGee. Got it. Oh my gosh. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the seven remake, like the thought that, you know, I played that when I was, I don't know, 14, around there, I want to say. You played um, that when you were 14, man? Yeah, 7. So, Jeez. so... Was that when it first came out? Yeah, like, it was a little bit after that, because... Was, because I knew... It came out in 97. <sighs> yeah, so 14, but maybe I was 15 when I started playing it. I don't know, because Jeez. I'd seen it, and I was like, what is this, you know? I uh, crawl back in my corner now and cry. Yeah, totally, man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do your oh. thing let me let me know when you're back um but yeah the thought of my son being able to play the seven remake when he's 14 or 15 like that's just too cool you know like i don't know just that generational uh saga you know like that's just uh, i love it anyway it's poetry i would seriously before letting him play that recommend you have him play crisis core though <laughs> Get that background. No, and then go no, into that. no. But I but the really remake, the remake hard. may have some of that in it, dude. The remake's a remake, you know. The remake's a remake, but it is a completely. Crisis Core is a completely entirely different story. Though. Yeah, keep in mind that the remake doesn't have to be the exact same story, and they've said several times it's not the exact same story. No, it's the exact same story. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> no, it's the exact same story. <laughs> All right, I'm tempted to jump to the next article at this point. Oh, can't believe you were like 15 when they, when it came out, man. Jeez. You're not that old, dude. Don't even. Dude, I mean... graduated before that <laughs> came out, dude. <laughs> you're not that old, man. Once you're over 30, you're just old. All right, but you're, you're not that dead. old. At that point, you're dead. <laughs> what? There's nothing left. Curbs is like 19. I'm older than I'm just, I know, I'm just messing with your curves. You're messing with us by saying we're old, so I just wanted to make you a little bit younger than what I think I'm you are. I'm 12. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, curves is 12, you know. He's 12 hey guys, old. welcome back to the Pixels Gaming Podcast. Today wow. we're talking about Diablo 3 and Final Fantasy 7. 
And now my balls dropped. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's jump into new media. So we don't have any any tech. Typically, we go gaming, tech, and then new media. But I'm just skipping tech today. Um, we're gonna talk next about uh, Nentir Vale, which is a uh, so D and D Beyond, which is a uh, an official partner of Dungeons and Dragons. They have they have a, a Twitch. Uh, a Twitch channel called D and D Beyond. D and D Beyond, and uh, and they've been D &D doing. D &D. Oh my gosh, they've been building up a. Uh... You oh, got your like, oh, song. <laughs> like, dude, are you doing like an actual theme song? Like, this is epic. If you are, like, what is that's that? An actual. That's an actual commercial for them from a uh, D and D stream that. <laughs> I, I can get you a video, a video for you. Okay, cool, cool, thanks. Um, but yeah, so so they have a uh, they have a nice um, Nentir Veil campaign coming out where they're going to be doing this um, on Twitch with you know I don't know six or seven guests um, with uh, uh, with Merles, which Merles is one of the uh, one of the big guys in the D and D side, um, he uh, he's going to be DMing, um, which is a dungeon master. In case people who are listening don't know what that is, um, but Nentir Vale, the campaign is kind of interesting because it's like the post-apocalyptic version of D and D, where there's, you know, you have like the world, but like very bad things happen to different parts of the world. So some of these ways to get from point a to point b like city to city on the same continent are uh are almost impossible to get to so it's almost just a feat of walking over a desert or walking through a forest you know um so so pretty cool uh pretty cool concept i'm all about the post-apocalyptic stuff um like borderlands i love borderlands but to have the post-apocalyptic D D side where you still say stay D D and you have to deal with all the world just falling apart it's it's pretty cool and uh firebird saying you did a 4e campaign with some friends and so did i like i didn't uh yeah, I, I, quite a few. yeah I read 3.5 um stuff but i never really had a group growing up to mess around with it and then fourth edition um we got into that i dm'd a couple groups with in fourth edition which i think a lot of people consider that a failure but honestly that was like my first bit into D, &D so i didn't think it was bad at all um because it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. People like really hate on it though, man. Like, jeez. But look at the how many people hating on Diablo. I mean. Oh man, you're just bringing that whole donut back, man. I well, like no, that. I'm just saying that like, you take it with a grain of salt. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like people are all people are gonna have their own opinion whether they're right or wrong. You know. I think it's the only uh, I played a couple games. But they were all Pathfinder, and they ended quickly. Um, gotcha. I sent you the I sent you the link for the video if you wanted to pull it up, Pixels. We, the, this is the D and D commercial. Yeah, that's yeah. It's D and D Beyond official theme. Ugh. Erg. But yeah, so they're going to be doing a, uh, I think it's November 28th is when they start Heroes of the Veil. So I might be, I followed them on Twitch, I might be trying to catch some of those VODs and just kind of see how it goes. 
Um, probably not. But I'll live vicariously through other people, you know? I mean... <laughs> I'd be down too, dude. It's just a matter of time. No, like, when I was DMing, I would do, like, hours of prep every week and then finally be able to... So don't DM. <laughs> yeah, but if I don't DM, then I don't know what's going to happen. Like, the reliability, like, I know my personal reliability, and if I say I'm going to DM, I'm going to DM until everyone dies and gives up. But I don't know if someone would do that same thing for me, so I wouldn't feel like I'd be able yeah, to see, be invested. I want you know? that kind of challenge, but I want to also last till the end, like, towards 20, so I get those awesome... So I'll go through as many characters as I need to, but... Well, check that out. Firebird's gonna be doing a D&D stream on the weekends. Awesome, dude. Yeah, no. He's gonna do it on Sunday when I have to go to work. What a douche. I'll be free, Firebird. You know you want me. I'm awesome. <laughs> wow. My Sundays are available as well, but um, I, I, again, oh. I don't know what the oh. what the future holds at the moment, so I don't want to commit. I, I can do Sundays, not Saturdays. So if you do them on Saturdays, that's not gonna work for you. Fail. I'm actually like just request off every Sunday. <laughs> gotcha, Firebird. Yeah, and Burkane was saying for fourth edition was good for newcomers, but it was so cookie cutter. And yeah, I think you're right, Burkane, but it was so. So cookie cutter, I think it rebooted the franchise and invited new people into it too. So while everyone who was already in it was ticked that, hey, this is so cookie cutter, like what am I doing with my life? Um, the other people who got in, they might still be playing 5th edition now, whereas it's, it is 5th edition, right? They didn't call it yeah. like 4.5 or anything yeah, stupid. Well, you're, they're on 5th edition. Yeah. So the people who were in 4th could easily go into 5th, and then the people who were in 3.5 are finally happy with 5th, so it kind of brings both communities together. And then they could shift back down to neutral and just like, you know. I've walked by the 5th edition books so many times and almost bought them so many times. Like little box sets and stuff, and I'm just like, man, I just want to know, Why I just want to know. Why not buy it then? Because, dude, yeah, like, it, this that. stuff takes time, man. If I had a thirty, if I had a thirty-eight hour day, ten of those hours would be Path of Exile, so I'd have to cut down Path of Exile time just, <laughs> just to, just to mess around with D and D, you know. I mean, D and D POE doesn't sound like a bad trade. <laughs> no pixels. Run a D and D Path of Exile game. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Firebird buying the player's handbook, the player's handbook, and like the two other books that come with it. The nice little box set. Hi, hi. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next article. I'm telling you that skill tree would not be confusing in a D and D game. No, it'd be oh, perfect. It'd be awesome. <laughs> and you get to randomly control what gems they get. Oh man, that's that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you get cleave, but I'm an archer. You get cleave. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're not letting curbs DM. Aye, aye. Yeah, Burkane is uh is sold on fifth edition. Nice. Alright, so let's move on to the uh to the last article we've got. And then whatever chaos comes after that, I have no idea what I'm walking into. But um yeah, so we're talking about um new media still. We're uh, covering Disney Plus, which is the new Disney streaming service that we talked about previously. Um it looks like this is courtesy of comicbookmovie.com, but uh it should be treated as a rumor for now, but that hashtag show 
um, has learned that there are plans in place for a Disney Plus limited series featuring the raccoon and Groot. Which is uh, awesome because as you can see behind me, I'm kind of a Groot fan. So I will consume any content that Groot is featured in. Um, Groot. The Groot. Yep. Groot. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm only bringing this up because I'm excited. I don't know if anyone else is equally excited about tree people talking, saying the same three words over and over again. But um, if it's animated, if it's CGI'd, if it's slightly live action, whatever, I don't really care. I'm totally down for it. I'd be fine with CGI animated. I don't want live action. But, I mean, I, I do like the idea of them going into other things that are not, you know, Avengers and Iron Man and Thor for the fourth, fifth, seventh time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I liked the Thor movies, but I don't know. But there comes I, a time when it's, you know, let's yeah. just smash it until it's dead. There's so many good, less explored characters in terms of, like, cartoons and cinematic universe, whatever that you want to go about. Yeah. Like... I mean, I guess oh. they want to go with what they feel is going to make money because the reaction from, you know, people in general. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome, and then it it flops or something, you know. But... And what's funny is, I think part of the reason why they did it besides that is because realistically, if you go back before, you know, these Marvel major blockbuster, before the Spider-Mans, like, overall, they've, they haven't been doing major hits for that long like right, right. M movies that came from comics or anything of the sort generally failed horribly before a certain point because they were garbage yeah almost every time yeah it's just like video game movies the same thing you're like really oh yeah video games movies are always the worst dude like so so, Warcraft movie. so yeah, what do you guys think of the Warcraft movie? Man, Kerbs, you were totally going there, dude. I thought it was. I liked the nods to the people that have actually played the series and know the lore. Yeah. Some of them even I didn't get because again I stopped after a certain point. I never played it. So, I mean, other than. Did I you like the movie? Did they do another? Oh <laughs> yeah, Iman, did you like the? Movie? What? Did you did you like the movie? I didn't watch the movie. You didn't watch the movie at all. I don't movie. <laughs> oh, you don't movie. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't watched a movie in like 10 years. So what movie have you watched in the last 10 years, Ema? Uh, None. I listen to movies because my wife's watching it, but that's about it. But never like sit down on the couch? Nope. Watch a movie? Nope. The last time I watched a movie, we can't talk about it because it's it's not... Gotcha. PG so how about, how about TG or how about TV <laughs> shows? I don't TV very often. But last TV show? Uh, my wife watching Walking Dead and blaring in my ear. So you weren't actually watching Walking Dead? Nope. Hmm. <laughs> That's I mean, cool, though. Good. I, you should, I you should avoid that at all costs. Firebird will speak for Iman and just say, I like the movie. So we still have a we still have a vote from the Iman district. <laughs> so, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Why is that an Iman district person? That's a slum you don't want to go because, down. Because you actually brought Firebird into the stream, did you not? That's, that's true. So he's that's from true. the Iman district. <sighs> you know? 
Okay. If we get enough Iman district people in here, Iman will become king of chat and Curves will be dethroned. That's not accurate. <laughs> sure. I think the people vote, man. Made, you know? Yeah. If he gets but we've 100... already discussed that it's going to be a four-year whatever term <laughs> and then you get the elections and then you get another. Like, we've had this conversation, Pixels. Yes, we have. But um, I think if they may have made another Warcraft movie, they would... I think they should. I like the nods, but I really think they should make it more accessible to not just Warcraft fans. Because if if you went, I knew people that went that had no idea anything about it that still overall enjoyed it. But it, I, I feel like they should make it more accessible because it's mainly that movie is mainly only geared towards the people that know what it's about. Yeah, the more you knew about it, the the better off it was. You know, like, it made way more sense. All the nods and all that, you know? Mm. The what? Like, the nods. Stuff that happened, like, in the game. Even, like, little things. Like, just things that happened in the town or whatever. And you'd be like, wow, that totally happened in the game. So I really so, wish they would cut out the filler scenes of the archer going to buy arrows every five seconds. Like, <laughs> legit. That was, like, pretty much the entire movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, guys, got a wipe out of air. Yeah, but well, I mean, it's a legitimate thing. You I mean you don't have infinite arrows in your backpack, you know? Well, it's not a legitimate thing anymore. That was gone after yeah, they was added. A, it was like an old throwback joke. Yeah. But you wouldn't know that, would you? No, I actually don't. That's why I said scrub. Whatever. I went and chose Eve instead of, you know. Yeah, what about an what Eve movie? Would you watch an Eve movie, Iman? Probably not. Okay, I'm just checking. I think there is there is two there there is three Eve movies that are made by fans though. But I haven't watched them. Like if they were like major motion picture, like big cinema and it detailed like one of the big wars or something and the planning and the actual fight no, because they wouldn't they wouldn't have all the players they wouldn't have all the players that would that are in there even the statue okay. doesn't have all the players you know sure but i mean <laughs> i mean iman's on the statue but not everyone the, the yeah. story of well, one of me is on the statue the other me is not on the statue <laughs> I don't know. I think in general the uh, the original E monster is not on the statue. Because that character got banned a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I think uh, we'll do the streamer shout out and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So uh, this week's streamer shout out is Crypto Helix over on Mixer. Um, he's yeah. a member. He's a member of the uh, the Breath of Variety stream team. I'm gonna bring him over here real quick. Um, lately, I think the last time I was hanging out in his stream, he was playing Ark. Uh, pretty entertaining stuff. Um, yeah, he's got he's got solid production quality. Usually, it's just uh, you know typical like Fortnite, um, Call of Duty stuff. But um, when he does play the other stuff, like he played Rocket League recently, um, he's just he's pretty awesome to watch. Um, so definitely go check him out. It's uh, Crypto Helix, all one word, no underscores or anything. Um, and with that. I think we're gonna call it. I don't know if we have. A, I don't know if we have a kick to the a 
kick to the curbs segment. Excellent. Curbs, what you got, man? So, uh, we gotta watch video this. Video is in the thing. We got a video in the thing. Yeah, sports fans, if you're as big as fan of sports as I am, then you're gonna love this. This is MMA at its finest. Play the video. Oh my goodness. I don't have Play. a link. Plays. It's in Discord DM. This is like I the eighth podcast don't, we'd have to go over. I don't You're have the like, link, dude. You're ruining my segment, Pixels. Get it on the screen. I don't see it. I don't see uh. it. Oh, there's something. This is going to be disturbing. Get it on the screen, Pixels. This is true MMA. Dude, like, where does where does Curves find this stuff? Curves spends too much time on the internet. I think so. Curves hasn't spent enough time on the internet in the past few years. So are you gonna are you gonna call this fight or what? Curves? Oh no, I'm just enjoying the majestic. You should be commentating on this fight. See, I feel like I could do that, but I would really want to get my thoughts in order for Alright. Like, I'd need really good names for them, and, I like, they'd have to have, like, signature, you know, whatever, that I'd have to come up. Oh, look at that right hook. Oh! Oh! F oh, yeah, oh, left, oh! All right, with that, guys, uh, oh, we're going to call it. Oh, they're putting it up. Oh, he's charging in. Oh, he's back into the ropes. He's charging back into the center. Thanks so much for joining us on, uh, this is real on episode marks. 10 Midget of the Pixels Mark. Get Me podcast. And uh, thanks for the Kick the Curve segment. Oh, my God, he's down. I don't know what I'm watching oh, right now. Belly oh, if you're not, If you're not down. seeing this on Mixer or on YouTube, I apologize. You're missing, you you're missing amazing, amazing stuff. All right, guys. <laughs> and the 